Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, August 16th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the latest on where things stand on Afghanistan. Number two, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy speaks out, calling for an investigation into how President Joe Biden has handled the withdrawal. And number three, the inside game, the latest between Moz and progressives in the House. All right, let's get into it. It is just me this morning walking you through the top headlines, the number one story all over the weekend and continuing to today is the debacle of what is happening in Afghanistan. You know, the U.S. has lost more than 2,400 troops in the country with another 3,400 plus contractors killed as well. More than 20,000 Americans have been injured and tens of thousands of Afghans have been killed and wounded. Right now, America is really struggling to understand exactly what is happening in Afghanistan as the Taliban controls the country once again, basically as if Operation Enduring Freedom had never taken place. So we have a stunned White House, a bitterly divided Congress, and they are trying to sift through what exactly are the next steps for the U.S. here. It's a debacle that each of the last four presidents co-own. You know, the kind of wild thing to me is the Biden administration spent the last few days trying to tell us, in fact, most Amer- that most Americans don't really care about what's going on in Afghanistan. Several figures in Biden's universe said privately that they have the polling to prove it. But, you know, polling doesn't really matter when it, you look at this country now being in the hands of the Taliban. The fact that withdrawing is certainly now going to ensure that his legacy in Afghanistan uh, is going to be one of turmoil. You, The photos and the videos of helicopters, you know, airlifting Americans and others out of that country was something that you know, Joe Biden said wasn't going to happen. And clearly uh, was he was mistaken. So Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, and the Joint Chief Chair Mark Miley briefed House members on Sunday. We expect another briefing to be held next week when the House returns to consider a budget resolution and voting rights legislation. So unsurprisingly, Republicans, of course, blame Joe Biden for this debacle, some calling for his resignation. They also are accusing him of hiding out at Camp David and refusing to go on camera to discuss this situation. Um, You know, this is going to be fodder for Republicans. They are going to try to to take advantage of the fact that you know, this is basically a disaster uh, on an on an international level. And while, you know, oftentimes everybody says they'd like that, you know, Donald Trump is in office because he's not tweeting all the time, that this is not a good look for America across the world, that we look, you know, weak, and that this is going to be something he's going to have to answer for. I think probably most damaging is a July 8th press conference where Biden dismissed the possibility of a Taliban takeover. That's not that long ago. He said at that time, there's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of an embassy of the United States from Afghanistan. July 8th. 
There were only a couple of statements from Democrats on Sunday that publicly defended Biden or the administration's handling of the situation. So clearly he's going to have issues in terms of shoring up support among members of his own party. Uh, you know, and there were some really actually very scathing statements from members like Representative Seth Moulton, the Democrat from Massachusetts, uh, an Iraq combat veteran who briefly ran for president himself, and he issued a blistering statement that hit basically everyone involved. And I think just really sums up some of the frustration that members of Congress on both sides of the aisles have right now. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We have a behind-the-scenes take with House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy telling us Sunday that Congress needs to investigate the Biden administration's handling of the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, calling it a, quote, mistake that will haunt us for decades. McCarthy was one of only two Republicans who spoke out during a classified briefing on Sunday. You know, he's obviously a very close ally of Donald Trump, and he didn't have a ton of criticism when Trump cut a deal with the Taliban to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan by May 2021. So that left us wondering what exactly he thought Joe Biden did that was so wrong. We asked him about that and what he would have done differently. And McCarthy said Biden should have been so public about the departure date of U.S. forces. Further, he said that Joe Biden shouldn't have drawn down U.S. forces during the summer when the Taliban is at their height. He also said U.S. forces should have bombed and destroyed all of their military equipment upon withdrawal. So the Taliban was unable to use it. So this is probably unsurprising that you're going to have McCarthy be the foil to Joe Biden here. And Republicans feel like they have an edge, certainly in terms of the withdrawal and how it's been handled. Um, you know, whether or not and how far this investigation goes is going to be something we'll be covering very closely. Uh, McCarthy says he wants to see the intelligence assessment that led Biden to bringing home U.S. troops. And he wants to understand how the Afghan army fell so fell apart so fast after two decades of American-sponsored training. So certainly something that we are going to be watching extremely closely. All right, let's move into the inside game, the number three story of the morning on Punchbowl News AM. Pelosi's infrastructure and budget play. So I don't know if you saw this, but if not, let's catch you up to speed over the weekend. Speaker Nancy Pelosi sent a quite long and detailed dear colleague letter yesterday detailing her new plan to pass a budget and infrastructure package. So here's the part that you need to pay attention to. If you don't already know this, and you probably do if you listen to us every morning, and if certainly if you read Punchbowl News, the rule is a resolution that controls House floor debate on a specific piece of legislation. It's usually quite restrictive and always favors the majority. Pelosi is attempting here to have the Rules Committee, which she controls, draft a resolution that would detail the debate for both the infrastructure bill and the budget resolution. So essentially, an attempt to twin the two proposals so that moderates, which really want to have this bipartisan infrastructure package be voted on as soon as possible, and liberals, which want them to be twinned with the bipartisan infrastructure package as well as the human infrastructure package, to have to vote to allow both of them on the floor. Moderates have been threatening, of course, to tank the rule to force Pelosi to backpedal and schedule a vote on just the infrastructure bill. Here's a response from several moderates. 
quote, while we appreciate the forward procedural movement on the bipartisan infrastructure agreement, our view remains consistent. We should vote first on the bipartisan infrastructure framework without delay and then move to immediate consideration of the budget resolution. They go on, but that is the key graph here. In other words, give us a vote on infrastructure first, period. The stare down continues. And as I'm sure you remember, the House returns one week from today. We will be covering this and the back and forth to see how exactly the speaker does maneuver here. She's in a very, very tight position Obviously, only three-seat majority in the House. She needs all of those moderates and the progressives to get on board with her plan. Something to watch very closely in the coming days. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.